ABF Creative. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss P, and it is time for another word with, yes, Miss P. I hope you are ready for another episode because, honey, I am. On today's episode, I will be tackling season six. I, uh, we're getting down to the wire, episode number 15 of The Real Housewives of Potomac. This episode was really like, what in the world is this, is all I can say. And you do not want to miss this week's What You Say Happen Now topics, honey. Roll it. Let's go ahead and get into it. of The Real Housewives of Potomac was entitled Lost at Sea. Bravo, congratulations, and kudos to you on just making these shady-ass titles, and I live for it. So we pick back up at the blow-up at the table. So Robin and Giselle want to get a hotel, as they should. I'm so glad Bravo didn't rehash what the hell happened on last episode because it was too damn much. Um, So, uh-oh, there's a boat ride the next day. Everybody is so excited. Lies, I'm telling. What nobody excited? about that boat ride except for Wednesday. So we're back on the ride home and <laughs> I'm sorry, whenever Candace calls Ashley forehead Darby, I am rolling. Like everybody in their confessional, especially Candace and Karen have been so damn shady this season and I live for it. I was rolling. Girl, quit talking about that girl's forehead. You really think I'm playing? Every time I look at Candace, I want to do that. Let me repeat it one more time. You really think I'm playing? Like, I grab my microphone. Like, I really, you make me want to <laughs> Speaking of something else we need to quit talking about, Robin and your period, girl. You would have thought that it just came on her menstrual cycle. I can't even say say that five times fast. Her menstrual cycle just came on for the first time in her life. I wanted to say, Robin, girl, how old are you? 82? Talk about my period, my stomach, my body, my cramps. Ma'am, shut the hell up. You know those type of people that will just talk something into the ground? That's her. Every time we see Robin, she's talking about the same old shit, just a different day with a different inflection. Actually, not really. Her inflection is always very low to the ground. But this period thing, it was like, girl, you should have just stay home, okay? Stay home. Ugh. Actually, I don't know which is worse. G is still talking, slurring, and being the old uncle at the barbecue. I'm going to go to bed, y'all, so I can get some ass. Then out of nowhere, he talking about his erection. Sir! Whoa, then he was talking about the other dudes were average. And you know Candace can never just hush puppy. She's like, no, no, no. This brown dick, pointing to Chris, is doing what it needs to do. I was like, (laughs) I don't want to see Christopher or his little brown man, okay? Gordon, of course, was like, his dick ain't brown. It's white. Chris, if you don't sit your ass down, don't nobody want to see your white, pink, or brown one-eyed bandit. Put it up. Don't nobody want to see that. Here goes Gordon trying to do the same thing, sir. Nobody, and I repeat, Keith Sweat, nobody wants to see yours either. Oh, I cannot. And Ashley, please be quiet. We didn't ask you anything. Hush. Michael is absolutely no better than G. Thank you, Bravo, for doing a flash bike, okay, of Michael repeatedly showing his ass. Literally. It's too damn much. I don't know whose husband is the worst. Finally, we're getting back to the house. 
<sighs> Candace and Chris, they're talking. Well, actually, they drunk as hell, so I don't know what they were doing. And they do agree, though, that Ashley isn't that bad. But it only takes one moment for some shit to turn into sugar. Actually, some sugar to turn into shit for them. And it's the whole truth. I mean, somebody can say something, one thing, and ruin the whole vibe, the whole shebang-yang, the shaboing-boing. She then pinky promises to have good vibes only for the rest of the weekend. And I'm like, girl... You should. You done done enough for a whole damn day. I know she has a headache. All that crying and snotting and throwing shit. And I I know she tired. I know that's why the next day she was slumped over. It wasn't from drinking. It was from all that hollering. It's too much. Meanwhile, Robin and Giselle want to go on the hunt for a hotel in the middle of the night. Now, personally, I don't blame them. When Bravo did a pan on what the room looked like, I mean, it was no shade to it. It was very cottagey, but at the same time, it would be fine if there was a bathroom. Ain't no bathroom. And then you got to go all the way to him downstairs. You got to go downstairs. Don't nobody want to do that. Ain't nobody got time for that. You need a potty. Okay, especially when you off somewhere, you never know if the food might give you the shits in the night. And of course, Robin's period is on. Of course, we know that Giselle and her broke toes. Anything could happen. Okay, so putting them all the way on the top. No, they need to go ahead and dip on out. But the aha is y'all grown ass women. Why y'all trying to dip out, giving a scholar everybody's bags and the bags bigger than a scholar? You can't do that when you have the 101 Dalmatians of cast members in the house. I I don't understand that. Now, Robin, I don't need to hear all your excuses about why you want to go. Just go on ahead, honey. We don't need to hear what more Wendy could have done. Womp, womp, da boop, boop, boop. Okay? Y'all swore up and down you weren't coming initially. So, of course, honey, everybody pick their room. If you're last... You're last. That, isn't that what they said? Isn't that what Ricky Bobby said? If you ain't first, you're last. His daddy said that or somebody. But either way, you snooze and you fucking lose, okay? Oh, little Mia. She talking about, I mean, I know if G was up, he would be totally fine with swapping the rooms. I wanted to say, you a damn lie. He sleep, girl, and you should be sleep too. And Giselle was like, thank you so much for caring because the host doesn't, but we're still leaving. Giselle, shut the hell up. Just shut up. So, of course, they head on. They find them a room, maybe 30 minutes up the road, okay? But that's what you want to do. And do it, Tiger. Do it. I've been places, and I've been like, you know what? It's a no for me. I'm going to find other dwellings. And I just pack my shit, and I head on, okay? That's what you do when you do what you do, okay? It's the next day, and oh my God, these women and their luxury. Mia, shut the fuck up. Talking about, oh my God, where's the concierge? Who's making breakfast? The turndown service. Girl, even G was like, oh my God, you poor thing. Get in there and make some bacon and eggs. At your house, we see you cooking and shit. But I will admit, when I am off somewhere, I don't want to make shit. Okay, so I can totally understand where she's coming from, especially when you off somewhere. You don't want to do nothing. But everything else, I promise you will be all right toughing it, okay? Ain't nothing like a hotel, though, because Airbnbs, that's the only in unless the Airbnb is a part of a hotel. They don't do shit for you. Like, uh-uh, you better hope your host is a good host, okay? But, um... Her and G are talking about the Candace saga because, of course, G was not present and accounted for because he was drinking so much liquor. Ugh. So, of course, like it is for every trip, everybody is calling their husbands and or their moms to check on their kids. 
I, everybody, I saw everybody kids. I'm going to zoom in on Ashley and Dean. And I, not Ashley. Well, yeah, it was Ashley and Michael. And Dean wasn't going to bed, okay? And he was like, and I was calling him a bad boy because he did not go to bed. I don't know why I'm using that voice for Michael. But either way, I do agree with Ashley. If Dean didn't go to bed, okay? If he didn't go to bed the whole time she'd been gone, he is not a quote-unquote bad boy. He might got gas. He might be scared, a little nervous. You got to be careful with the words you use labeling your kids too early. You got to be, I mean, I was really looking at Michael like, you can't just say you're a bad boy. He's going to be like, because I didn't go to sleep? Oh, shit. So the rest of his life, he's going to be like, damn, a little offense like me not going to bed. Oh, my God. And I could see where Ashley was coming from. And he was like, don't tell me how to parent when you're not here. I was like, oh, Jesus. But that is correct. They're from like generations apart. Okay. So they're parenting. She's like, we parent totally different. And I'm like, y'all better get it together, 702. Okay. Because y'all are raising those kids together. They hear one thing from you, one thing from the daddy, and then they all over the fucking place. Well, the polo ding. Bless us hard. They procreated and made some pretty little kids, but cha, whew, let's pray for um their the Darbies. Okay. It's time for breakfast. Karen and her shade with Giselle's eating. <laughs> I was hollering. But Giselle does love a good charcuterie. Okay. Karen popped in on the call to Giselle from Ashley saying, girl, you are so dramatic. Did you say goodbye to the host? Knowing good and damn well, Wendy was sitting right there. Then here goes Giselle talking about the host hasn't said shit to me the whole time. So the host is not a host. Yikes. And like I said, how convenient. Wendy is right there talking about you're lying. But I was like, you know what? That is too much. Wendy, have a seat and keep making the French toast. Giselle, you stay over there. And when it's time for the boat ride, y'all come together. We don't have to go back and forth, okay? Thank you. Time for the boat ride. Here comes old Ray with his little Mr. Rogers zip-up jacket. <laughs> the ladies come back, a.k.a. Robin and Giselle. Um, Ray and Giselle's banter. I am so here for it. Um, Giselle talk about, I want Ray to live so I can laugh. I was dying, but I love their banter. It was very like, what the fuck ever? Same to you, bitch. And they went on about their day. We're on the boat and everybody's having their own little side combos, especially Robin and Ascala. You know, something about Ascala that I enjoy is how she just has her glasses on and her fashions. And she's like, oh yeah, mm, I didn't know. Like really reading, observing and processing everybody's situation. Uh, here comes Mia and her big ass ear. Okay. Just one ear. Y'all remember um, all that ear boy. That's her. One of her ears because she always zooming in on shit and taking back the wrong shit. She goes right back upstairs and tells Wendy what she heard. Girl, everybody sitting there looking at, uh, what's her name? What, who was I just talking about? Everybody sitting there looking at Mia like, shut the fuck what? Now everybody comes back together. And of course, Robert and the scholar looking like, what the hell y'all looking at? <sighs> Mia was like, well, I mean, I overheard you guys and I ended up telling Wendy like what you guys, what she said. I mean, yeah, like you changed, you were different. And Robert was like, uh, uh-uh. I said, our friendship wasn't like it was a year ago. The aha is Mia never knows what happened. 
two, three, four, five, six, seven minutes ago, and she embellishes the shit out of stuff. So in my head, I'm sitting here, I'm thinking of her business model. Like, how in the hell does she do with her uh, employees? Like, I'm so confused. Her interpretations of shit is terrible. Okay. And personally, I feel like a scholar's husband, Dre, while I was watching just, just sunbathing, not giving a damn. Cause I was like, this is too fucking much. Oop. I don't know how we got into Giselle and Wendy again. Cause I'm over them. Here goes Giselle saying the convos with Wendy, they're just combative and aggressive. And Wendy was like, and you're a mean girl and a bully. I was like, Ooh, there's never going to be a resolve with them. Like ever, never, ever. So I said, let's move on to someone else. And everybody else felt the same way. Let's move on to greener pastures, okay? Mia and Candace, honey, look at how God will work. Amen. They are working on a resolve actively. I said, this is nice. I like it. Oh my God. Mia apologized. I was shocked. I mean, I had to gulp everything down. I said, look at Jesus. Candace was like, thank you. I mean, for what she said about my mom. But I mean, that wasn't the comment that hurt me. The comment was about my project and how I've just been putting everything into my project. And here comes the tears. And she was hurt by what she said. Now, granted, I'm that type. When I'm pissed off, I start crying. So I pick it, Candace. But it happens to me too. But at the same time, I can understand where Candace is coming from. Honey, everybody talk about her mama but your project your baby what you've been working on for somebody to call it an old nasty low budget video how dare you how dare so I can understand where Candace is coming from um and of course here goes Mia she apologized again and she said you know what I'm sorry my bad I I didn't mean to do that I work on that and here comes Candace. <laughs> well, backtrack to me. And she was like, and now you, a.k.a. what the hell you was talking about. Time for your apology. Candace was like, I mean, I didn't know with your mom. I'm sorry. And, you know, they both apologized. And Candace did apologize. And she even listened even more to Mia's story. And Mia was like, girl, talk about me. Don't talk about my mama. My mama been doing a lot and trying over here. Okay, so please leave her out of this thing. If you want to talk about somebody, talk about me. And everybody was just listening like, damn, Gina, damn. And ultimately, I'm so glad that both ladies could really listen to one another and have a resolve. Y'all don't have to be bosom buddies. Y'all don't have to be Laverne and Shirley. Okay, you don't even have to be Khadijah and Sinclair. Okay, or even Regine. You don't have to do all that, but you do have to be castmates. Okay, you don't have to, you ain't got to do that every five minutes. Okay, but if you do have a disagreement, it's okay for y'all to come back together. It's all right. Now, child, it is time to bounce, bounce, bounce. No, R. Kelly, no, we're not doing that. It's time to bounce from the boat ride. We're on the way back to wherever they staying at. And G starts picking on Ashley while she was asleep. And I'm sitting here like, G, if you don't shut your ass up, hush and look out the window like everybody else. Sip on some Patron or do something. And then he keeps going and everybody's looking at G like, what in the hell? What? Meanwhile, Mia is back there not saying shit. My thing is, if I know this chick been pumping, okay, all night long, I'm not, okay, and you're just going to sit there while your husband just keep picking and picking and picking. It's like, gee, shut up. Look out the window. Leave that girl alone. Too damn much. And then, of course, it blows up next week. Oh, my God. It's just going to be a lot. This episode was a cute little yin 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 around the house. It wasn't nothing too crazy because, you know, the last couple of episodes been too damn much. Okay? But, honey, I am so ready for this reunion.
Oh, I can't wait. The fashions were pink, okay? The pink, P-Valley. But like I said, I'm so ready for the reunion. It's coming. I think I saw somewhere that it said it was Halloween that is coming out. So we'll see. We're going to cross our fingers. So that means we only got a little bit of time, okay? But that was the Real Housewives of Potomac this week's episode review, honey. Alright y'all, let's go ahead and get into this week's What You Say Happen Now topics. Lala, yes, everybody homegirl, Lala has moved on. She said she is still cool with Carmelo, but everybody has moved on, both of them. It's been a long time. Now granted, Lala has popped back up on the gram, living her best life, doing her thing, getting her checks, okay? And we was all rooting for her, okay? Now, granted, I've always loved me some Carmelo Anthony, but when they got together and then when they split the allegations, I said, sir, how dare you? How dare? But that's not my life, so I left him alone. She said she is now new to the dating world. And she's like, it's like the wild, wild west due to social media. Now, granted, I can't imagine, child. Ooh, child, I just got married, but I can't imagine what dating is like right now. <laughs> oh my God, it made me want to throw up. Now, she did say, would she get married again? She said, oh. What she went through was like public and super whore, but she said marriage is a hell no, unless it's like an amazing ass person comes through. She said it has been years since she has been single and shit got like real, real tough for her. I mean, she was like, it was bad because it was in the public, of course. Other people were involved in the allegations. And this is the first time she has talked about it. And of course she talks to her good girlfriend, Angie Martinez. Now, granted, I love checking out Angie Martinez show, um, especially her interviews with our homies. You can tell when she's really interviewing somebody she like really, really fuck with. And you can tell her and Lala, they go hard in the paint. Okay. So shout out to Lala finally wanting to say what she had to say about what's going on. And really being like, whatever will be, will be. And that is the truth, la la. You don't just accept any damn thing. That is right. Not a random. I don't like random energy, okay? And I so agreed with her. You just can't have everybody in your space. And ew, you just can't. And Lala is too damn busy for bullshit, okay? We are all too busy for dumb shit. That's the biggest thing. But I so agreed with her. It's like, bruh, keep getting your checks. Keep working on yourself. And whatever's going to be is going to be. If somebody pops up and they're super amazing and you feel like, oh my God, I want to make it last forever. Keep sweat. Do that. But if you don't, you don't have to. Nobody is forcing you to do not a damn thing. Okay. Now here is the aha. You never know what people are really going through. It could be your, your favorite celebrity. She was even saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm on the gram. I got my bathing suits and shit on, but sometimes I'm in my backyard. Y'all thinking I'm on a beach somewhere. I'm in my backyard. I'm like, well, damn, that's a real nice damn backyard. But either way, everybody's going through their own shit. And something else in that interview that made me go, what? Was a lawyer told her he's a basketball player. I mean, like, what do you expect? Isn't that some shit to say? Like, what in the hell? How everything is so acceptable. 
especially when it comes to these athletes. You're sitting there like, I mean, he's a basketball player. He's a football player. He, I mean, what did you expect him to do? Like sit there and be faithful to you? Well, yes. You never expect your friend, lover, husband to do some fuck shit. You just don't. You're not inviting it. You're expecting him to be like, you know, super considerate and be like, hey, that's my road dog. I'm a head on home. I, you know, I got this. I got her. But to have all the allegations, I mean, to have multiple people in the woodwork, that's why we were all looking at Mello like, bruh, seriously? Like, you just, huh, what are you doing? You just don't do that. I mean, you have to be open about bringing the shit to the table. And Lala was finally like, you know what? I've gotten to a point where I'm just being honest with myself and other people. Like everybody's coming out and saying what's going on with them. And that is the truth. Everybody's being very transparent. And shout out to her for doing it in her own time. You don't have to do it when people want you to. She was like, I had an offer to go on the red table talk and just various things, but I waited until I felt like it. And that's what you should do. It's not easy, but it's very necessary to get your feelings out and talk about things when you want to. It's very, very important. But it's also important that we have been seeing her getting these checks and doing what she got to do, okay? And same with Carmelo, you know, wish them both the best. You know, like she said, they're still cool. Like they're co-parenting. They're doing what they got to do. I mean, but they've been split for a long time. So she literally like, yo, this is real new to y'all. It ain't new to us. We just making it work and doing what we got to do. But either way, I went through a lot with his ass and we just going to move forward on that. Amen. And amen. We wish Lala the best. Well, off to somebody who is ready to die, 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 die. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker, honey. The cameras were there, of course, because this was probably a Kris Jenner production. Child, it was roses everywhere, candles everywhere, and a big old Myrock on her finger, okay? Now, I just found out that this, uh, of course was recorded and will appear on the family's new show that is being filmed for Hulu. I said, ain't that a bitch? I forgot that we weren't getting rid of them anytime soon. They just changed networks from E to Hulu. Actually, from a network to a streaming. Boom. Prior to the series finale of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the family signed a multi-million, do you hear me? Multi-million dollar deal with Hulu to create original content. I didn't even realize that their show aired on E for the past 13 damn years. Damn, Gina, we done seen uh, the youngest kids go from no lips to lips. Yes, I, I didn't mean to do that. We we just went from, what's her name? It's Kendall and Kylie, right? Kendall's the one. She, she ain't got no kids. Kylie the one. Yeah, she done got a whole new baby. Ain't she pregnant again? See? It's just too much. I mean, we go from, uh, what's her name, Courtney, just with Scott, Kiki. Then now they got three kids and she about to get married to Travis uh, Barker. That's, we go from seeing all of Kim's uh, weddings. It's, it's been a lot. Same with, uh, what's her name? What's the other girl? Courtney, Chloe. Child, we done been through it with Chloe, honey. And whew, child, we were rooting for you. Child, we done been through so much with all these. We done seen. <laughs> we've just seen too much it's just been a lot going on with the Kardashians but those are that family's my guilty pleasure like I know I'll even be watching the Hulu special I know I will why because I love me some keeping up with the Kardashians it's just everything and I freaking love it and I really do and I'm gonna watch everything because it's a guilty pleasure of mine and the aha was we all knew they were gonna be engaged Courtney and Travis I mean look they just look at each other and they just sweat 
what? Y'all remember when Whitney Houston said that about Bobby. But we do want them to make it last forever. Keep sweat. I do. I personally, I've seen all the shit that that girl done gone through. Not saying it was just her. I've seen her and Scott and just how... I don't know, uh, functionally dysfunctional they were. And my question is, were they ever engaged, her and Scott? Maybe it was a long, 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 long time ago. I mean, they've been trying, stopping, go, go, stop, go. But her and Travis, I'm like, I don't know what the hell they doing to each other, but damn it, do it, okay? But either way, uh, let me get out of that. Hopefully they do make it last forever. Keep sweat. Hopefully they are super, super happy and super excited. And everybody is talking about the engagement, including Tamar Braxton. Uh, Tamar has since deleted this tweet, though. I don't know why people tweet and delete it. You, you said it. And then in the age of social media, everybody going to see the shit. I don't understand it. But she said, I'm so super happy for Courtney. I'm so glad it's finally happening for her. She's been through it. But Lord, for real, I know you see. Come on now. It's a lot. <sighs> she deleted that one because everybody was saying it was shady. Then she went in basically saying, oh, my God, this was not about me and blah, blah, blah. And granted, Tamar, in the words of yourself, are you sure? Sometimes people just love to say stuff for the sake of saying stuff. Tamar, be happy for them and move it along. Keep working on yourself, doing your therapy and things like that that you said you were doing because we see that you are trying, okay? And that's just that on that. She said she wasn't making it about her, but child, just say congratulations and go on ahead. You know people like that that can say something. It could be about anything. And then they got to put themselves into it. She's one of those, child. Love Tamar to death. I, I enjoy me some Tamar. I do, but girl, have several seats. Thank you very much. Our condolences to the family of General Colin Powell. He passed this past Monday due to complications from COVID-19, and the family also shared that he was fully vaccinated. Um, shout out to Colin Powell for, let, let, excuse me, let me put some respect on his name, General Colin Powell. I mean, I'm still reading so many articles about him. Like I'm catching up on my history. Okay. Dude was just, uh, just read for yourself. Okay. And don't Wikipedia it. I mean, literally read about the man. Okay. It's, it's amazing. But I also, when I was reading about his passing, I had to think, that last part when the family was like, he was fully vaccinated and also went through, you know, his other um, health conditions. I said, man, that's really, really sad. But at the same time, it's such a shame that now when someone passes, you have to let the public know if someone was fully vaccinated or not. Like, it's like the world we live in right now. It's amazing. You can't even just let someone pass in peace. You have to give the full explanation, especially it was if it was from complications from COVID-19. <sighs> but he lived a very, very full life. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was 84, 85. Um, and like I said, just read up and learn your history, folks. Learn your history. Last but not least, congratulations to Eve and her husband, Maximilian Cooper. They are having a baby. Everybody having a baby. Everybody having a baby. She posed with her baby bump on Instagram. I believe it was this past Friday. 
And she wrote, can you believe it? We finally get to tell everyone. You all know how long we've been waiting for this blessing. We get to meet our little human in February, 2022. I'm so excited for her. Y'all know, I believe it was a couple episodes ago. We were talking about Jeannie Mai and Jeezy. Like I'm, I'm always excited, you know, when new life is brought into the world. And, you know, I'm also extra cheesy because, you know, I'm currently carrying a little one and he is about to drop soon. Okay. And I'm really excited about it. So shout out to Eve and her husband. And you never know, like I said, what people are going through behind closed doors. Everything might look great and awesome out front. But even with her, you know, she had discussed, you know, their troubles, you know, with getting pregnant. And that's such a blessing, you know, um, that they're able to, you know, bring life into the world. That's so sweet. Um, So I'm excited for them. And like I said, excited for... um, Courtney and Travis, you know, everybody, just good news all around, okay? If somebody's having a great day, you let them have a great day. If somebody's in love, let them be in love. If somebody got a good, crisp Sprite, okay, out of the vending machine and they are excited, let them be excited for that, okay? If somebody's phone is charged all the way and they are geeked, let them be geeked, you know what I'm saying? And I know I'm using some crazy ass examples, but that's what I mean is how ordinary some things in life can make you so happy and nothing's wrong with that. Today, while I was at work, I had some graham crackers and peanut butter was on them and the nostalgia of eating that I was in heaven. I said, oh my God, something so simple can make me smile. But that's the thing. You got to be excited about the small things in life. You know, this way, when the big things happen, you're like, you know what? I'm grateful for it all. You know what I'm saying? We got to work a little backwards when it comes to this grateful thing. You know, the holidays are coming up. We're still going through another year of the COVID Navidad. Okay. So you got to find joy and happiness in the little things so that we can keep pushing and keep going. Okay. Because whoo. People are leaving this world left and right, but there's so many that are coming in. And that's just how the world works, okay? But honey, sorry, got a little long-winded. But take time to enjoy the view, okay? And also, those were these what you say happen now topics for this week. Oh yeah. for listening but before you go make sure to follow and subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, be sure to rate us and leave us a review every single comment matters you can also find me on twitter and instagram at miss tp90 see y'all next week